Hey guys, my name is Essence. And I'm Renee. And welcome back to Her, Her Soul, Soul Speaks. Speaks. We're back and we told you we were going to be back. So here we are. Don't play with us. Don't play <laughs> with us. We're back. Welcome to another episode. Yes. We're going to start off with a couple things. We're going to start off with Her Soul Sings. So we're going to let you guys know of a song that both of us really, really love right now. And my song is by Indiana Bible College. Do you like, do you not like you have to know Indiana Bible College, okay? Like, if you don't know, they on the come at. beyond clutch every single album. I love their live versions, they just have top quality Honestly. when it comes to the music, the songs. I mean, sometimes they do covers, but they're always just bomb.com. So, the, sh- the song that's turned the song mm-hmm. that I chose is called Faith and Wonder. Mm. You have to listen to this song. It will change your life in seven minutes. It's so... <laughs> is it current or is it older? So good. It's new. So this Ooh. album came out this year. Um, I want to say May. Like, oh, it's, wow. it's that fresh. It's like Corona new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like cleanse of the virus new. It's, yeah, it's super, super good. What's wow. your song? So my song, which I'm surprised that you don't know, Renee, is Captured by Isla Vista Worship. Yeah, yeah, it's a really, really nice, nice groove, nice song. It's not um, worship worship like IBC, mm-hmm. but it's more like, um, you know, like indie with your guitar, like, okay. you know, kind of vibes. Like that really alternative nice. style. Yeah, and even, even more smooth. Okay. It's really nice. So it's called Captured by Isla Vista Worship. Isla is I-S-L-A, by the way. Isla Vista Worship. And to let you guys know, um, the songs and everything that we say here in our podcast, we always leave in the show notes down below. So you can always go check them, um, check out the details and stuff like that. And we always put them in the show notes. So those are our songs. And let's get into the game. Yes, I'm ready for the game. So this week's game is called Best and Worst. Oh, and so I'm going to give you a category. I want you I want you to give me your best and your worst in that category. So okay. it could be like best and worst color, for example, or like okay. favorite. And you would say what's your best, what's your worst, and why. Okay, oh. so we're going to start real simple. Okay. We're going to start with, so I'll shoot one over to you, and then I'll do one in that category as well. So the okay. first one is, we'll say job. What was your best job and your worst job and why? And maybe one wasn't even like worse because you were like a garbage cleaner, but like yeah, it could yeah. have been worse for different reasons. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So best job I've ever had. I'm going to say I like the job that I have now. So that's good. I'm a child and youth worker. I work in the school board within city I live in. You don't need to be on my business. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's what I do. And I like it. I like it a lot. Um, worst job I've ever had, or just like not the greatest, I guess. Oh gosh. I worked in an after school program once. Um, and I was responsible for like the recreational activities, but these, um, God bless these children. Um, yeah, like they're not, not they were just not it. Like it was, it was Chucky and friends. Like it was these kids. So yeah, I would have to say that like the kids were a mess. <laughs> I would say for me, the best job, and it's not best because like I've had higher paying jobs, I've had better coworkers, but one of the best jobs that I ever had was when I was a like equipment manager at the university that I went to. And the I reason why is because it, it was like my first high paying job. Yeah. It was like, I think I was first year university 
And I remember making like $17 an hour, which back in like, what, like yeah. 09 was hot was money, it? you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, wow, like I'm making like some decent money. And they, the good thing about it was that they worked on my schedule too. So I never mm-hmm. had to like, I never felt that like stress of like, going to school and working you know like it was always because I was equipment manager for the football team most of the stuff was like in the evening or if I couldn't be there they were totally like cool about it and then I worked around like other students because they were on the football team and even though they were guys they weren't really like weird with me or anything like that and it was just a really like low-key environment and so I remember the reason why I would say it was like my best is because I remember after I had that job I said I am never gonna make it less money than (laughs) ever in my life yeah because that feeling once you set a standard in your once life. Once you have that money-making standard, you're yeah. like, there's no way. I said, it's I'm not true. taking no more jobs for no 13, 14. Yeah. I'm not going back. So that was the worst. I mean, the best, sorry. My worst yeah. probably was, <laughs> it shall remain nameless, but this company <laughs> that I worked for where I started off as um, in one position and then I moved up to be in the office. And you already know what it is. Yeah. So... Um, and I thought, wow, being in the office is going to be cool. It's more stable, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be better paying, but just honestly, man, just my manager was horrible. Yeah. And it just, just for that reason. Yeah. It it did not work out on so many levels. Um, you have to like the people that you're working with. And so I liked my coworkers, but my manager, you know, her and I, it just didn't work out. Didn't work out. Yeah. So that's the best and worst Mm. for that. Let's go with best and worst item of clothing. Oh. So like maybe even trends that you don't like or even a piece of clothing that you have that you don't like but wear all the time anyway. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, or maybe your favorite. Okay. Um, so you know. if we're going to go with favorite. It's a hard one. There's a That's hard one. Hard. I mean, I like a lot of stuff. Especially because of seasons, like, you yeah. know. But. Um, for favorite, I'm just going to go with your trusty cardigan. Fair. You can throw on a cardigan at all times there's different kinds different materials like it's just it's a staple you you need to have a couple cardigans in your closet right um worst (sighs) okay i don't (laughs) say it i I just don't like it i don't like it it. i'm sorry if you have one (laughs) um it's it's like do your thing you know what i'm saying i don't like fanny packs I'm not oh. into it. I'm not into it at all. I remember when they started to creep up, like a long time ago in Bethlehem, they started to creep up <laughs> and they had them in um what's that store called? Um American Apparel. Right, yeah, yeah. And I remember they were a hefty price too, and I was just like, well, who's paying like fifty dollars for this little, you know? A lot of people. Basically giving yourself a little belly. I don't know what what the <laughs> I don't know what the trend is. But um, <laughs> um yeah, I just don't like it. Like I don't like it for me. I've seen it yeah. on people and you know. If that's your move, that's your move. But it's just never going to be mine. I hear that. I hear that. What about you? So, okay. I'm going to say for best, I'm just going to say a good pullover. A pullover sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Like with the zip, sorry? No zip. zip. Not zip. Just Just a crew neck. Just a crew neck. Crew neck. A good pullover. And the reason why is you can... Just wear a pair of like skinny jeans and you put your pullover and you're good. You can you can be wearing sweats, put a nice and neat pullover on. Yeah. Your your elevated sweats. Yeah. You know, your your business your cash sweats, sweats, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I just there's just a couple good pullovers that I have and I'm like, man, this just makes it, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and it's so classic for like when you don't know what to wear. Or you know you're not trying to dress up, but it com- it's a completing outfit. You just throw it on. Yeah, like certain things you put on, it doesn't complete your outfit. A good pullover will just complete you. You Got know. Got you. So I'm going with that for worst. Oh, man, for worst, 
It's the size. <laughs> it's the size the are killing me. <laughs> you already know how I feel about wedge heels. Oh! I <laughs> Woo! I, I don't know why. If you have wedges, rock oh, your wedges man. with pride and honor. <laughs> but for me, I don't know why they feel. And the thing is, I've seen ones like in stores or online that I'm like, yo, these are nice. Yeah. But I can't, can't wear them. It. Because I feel like they're like training heels for ki- oh, children. Oh my goodness. That's how I feel when you're Not learning. They're training heels. They're training heels for children. They're training. The, the level know, of disrespect or, in the world. <laughs> or the even level. like, you know, like when you're at that age now where you, you shouldn't be wearing heels no more, but you still want to get some platform height granny heels and training heels all at the same time that's wow that's just a wedge so it's, it's for the new and for the old that's especially the, the pork for. ones oh my god <laughs> when you can put like a little post-it note with a pin in the side you know? <laughs> you know no I shade mean? no shade rock just, your wedges just a rock but rock your wedges though don't oh, you know what i'm saying don't throw don't don't eat them you know, take them out the donation bag, put them back in your closet. Don't let me do you like that. Okay. We're going to go with the next one. Best and worst social media app. Ooh. Okay. The best, in my opinion, is Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay. I, for a long time, I avoided it. But now that I'm on it, I'm like, true. Thank you. True. <laughs> um, It's, yeah, it's just all around. It's good. Good times there. Oh, the worst I would have to say. Oh, I never really got into it, actually. I mean, like, I have it and I use the filters, like, with my kids. But, like, nobody can find me. Um, But (laughs) Snapchat, I didn't really, I never saw the point of that one. Yeah. It it was just idiot. Like, grown people just, like, sticking out your tongue like a dog. Like, why? (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand why you need to do that. Yeah. I think mine would be the same. Yeah, best I would probably say Instagram. Um, I like YouTube, but I don't view it technically as social media. You know what? When people say that, I'm always like, no. Yeah, because it has so many elements of social media. When you think about it, it's like, you know, internet access, access to people all over the world, commenting and interacting with people all Mm -hmm. over the world and showing it's media, showing face, video, picture, whatever. So technically YouTube is a social media app. Especially with people commenting on your stuff. You have the community tab now you can talk to people on. I would technically say YouTube, but because YouTube is so grand and like large and in its own kind of category, yeah. I'll say Instagram. It's like a little TV network now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have you can have paid subscriptions and paid shows on, on YouTube yeah. now. So um, I would also say Instagram and um, the worst, pretty much for the same reason that you said is Snapchat, just because I never had it. Yeah. And I just didn't understand. I do, just don't understand. I didn't understand the point of it. Yeah. Whereas like TikTok, I don't have a TikTok, but I see the purpose in it. Like I see when people have TikTok videos, I can see like the fun in it and stuff. Yeah. So like I would say Snapchat. Um, for sure. For those reasons. Last one. Last one. Best and worst food. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, and Renee's a foodie. For those who don't know, she food. loves food. She likes trying different stuff, new mm. stuff. So this will be interesting. Okay. Um, I'm uh, okay. I'm gonna just go ahead and say fried chicken. Best. Best. Mm, okay. It some good fried chicken will change your life. Facts. Your facts actual life. Facts. Yeah. You can have it with multiple yeah. sides. It's yeah. just it's it's perfect. Okay. In many ways. Worst. Hard. There's okay. a lot of bad stuff. There's there. all. Uh, there's a lot of bad. Too stuff many. There. Yeah. Um. Okay. So if you didn't know, 
I'm Caribbean background. My parents are both born and raised Jamaica. So there are some foods that are specific to right. the culture. Right. Please, please, uh -oh, uh -oh. never ever in your life your neck right now. don't serve me no pig's tail. <laughs> okay? No tripe. <laughs> Cow foot. Okay, I see. I understand, but chicken and no foot. okra either. Okay, no okra. No, yeah. but do you do chicken? Do you do chicken? Chicken foot. We're not though? talking about that. We're not talking about what I do right now because I know people are gonna come for me. Okay, fair enough. Don't fair worry about that. Don't worry about chicken foot in the soup. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, none of those. Oh my gosh, slime.com. Okay, for what me, best. Um, I'm not a foodie. I eat to survive, and I like to enjoy it sometimes. But I'm not picky <laughs> or anything like that. So like best food, seven day old pasta. Um, you know, I you know let's. I feel a lot of judgment, guys, coming from across the room. But like, <laughs> whatever. I like soggy stuff sometimes, and you can at me. What up? Some people. There's some people out there who know exactly what I'm talking about when I talk oh, about some my like goodness. good. Anyways, yeah, we're digressing. Please, like, okay. Um, best for me. Um. You know what, maybe it could be because it's fresh on my mind right now. I am also Jamaican background. But a good fried dumpling. Yeah. With some Akiantavish, bro, with some plantain on the side. <laughs> and I had this yesterday, so this yeah. could be why I'm foaming right now. But yeah. that can be breakfast, lunch, and or dinner. It hits different. It hits Ooh. in a different place. A nice crispy outside dumpling. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. wow. With the right amount of sugar, right amount of salt. The right amount, what the time? portions. Yeah. Oh wow. The worst for me is and this is a little more in general and like whatever is hot fruit okay I don't do hot yeah. fruit i don't know how i'll to tell you guys this <laughs> don't serve me pineapples on a pizza don't serve me okay. hot mushy so, apple in an apple pie yes i love apple pie no i don't eat the apples you can get at me come yeah, me. yeah 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 take your jaw off the floor sir <laughs> whoever's listening to this take yes i don't i lack oh, apple man. pies and i don't like the hot apple that I, sauce that it makes though is the sauce is sick though, yeah. and that's why I'm saying I'll take out the mushy. Cr it's a weird texture, yeah. with the, the, but I, I love agree. everything else. Blueberry crumble, those things. Mm. I love that. Just take out the hot fruit. Yeah, um, that's just a simple request that I have for you. Hmm. I, I don't like you know cheesecakes and and desserts with hot lime and hot berry and hot cherry drip. Like that stuff is nasty to yeah. me. Yeah, and I just don't get it. So that's that for that. But thanks for playing those the game. Good. That yeah. was a good game. Getting into our topic for today, um, we're talking about misconceptions about being a Christian. So what would you say, Renee, are some misconceptions about being a Christian? Um, that everything is just going to be fine and dandy and roses and lollipops and rainbows. <laughs> and perfect. Yeah. And you're perfect. And your life is perfect. And no issues. No struggles. Nothing happens to you. Yeah. And yeah, pretty much. Oh, and also... Um, that maybe you're not a logical person that you yes. you can't think for yourself that you're you're dumb or yeah. you're not smart um stuff like that or even the misconception too that you grew up as a christian yes a lot of people think all christians you're christian because you came from a background of being religious or your family was like that whatever that's yeah. always the case um but you know the biggest thing is talking about um the biggest misconception i think is that we don't struggle yeah we don't go through anything we don't um, nothing bad ever happens 
Yeah, like we just live in a, a perfect little bubble of some sort. Yeah, a perfect bubble and everything's good. So I think you had some, something written down, right? I did. Okay, so I um, I wanted to look up what struggle was. So when I did, it says that struggle is striving to achieve or attain something in, in the face of a difficulty or resistance. And um, that was just interesting to me because oftentimes when we hear the word struggle, we just kind of think of the in the moment of what's taking place. We don't actually think that there's a goal in mind. There's something that people are trying to achieve. And that's why the struggle is there in the first place. For example, I'm sure you've played it before, but tug of war. Yeah. You play that. You can't play that without some type of struggle. Struggle, Both parties need to be, you know, pulling. They have their goal in mind. You know what I mean? And so you, you're struggling. Let's just say you're struggling with financial gain. And as you're pulling, then, you know, there's the temptations of spending irresponsibly on the other side that's mm-hmm. also pulling or, you know, the temptation of having this outfit or looking like that person or, you know, driving this car and all of these other things are what's tempting you. And you know what I mean? Like if you don't hold tight to that rope to make sure that you get what you need out of it, then you can easily just kind of fall over and give yourself to the things that you don't necessarily need in your life. Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I just think it's. I think it's something that needs to be discussed because I feel like as Christians, we often shy away from talking about what we struggle with when it's present. Yeah. We we're fine with saying, Oh yeah, I remember I just went through a time where it was da 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 da, but not so much when it comes to, you know, actually I'm going through this right, right now. Yeah. Especially when it's past tense because you know, you already overcame it. Exactly. So there's that, um, there's almost like a sense of pride that comes to you because you you can look at that and discuss it and move on. Whereas when it's current, it feels like I'm less of a person because right. I'm struggling with this or I'm, you know what I mean? Like I'm not really as good of a Christian as I might want to present myself to be, or, you know, maybe people will think I'm not reading and praying because I'm going through this when that doesn't always, you know, equate to a lack of discipline in your spiritual life and and that's why you guys should go back and listen a couple episodes back where we spoke about accountability having an accountability partner and why it's so important to have that because you need to talk to someone about this these things it could be an accountability partner who is um spiritually older than you or it could just be a friend that you can just talk to just someone who can um point out certain things to you or someone who you can go to and be like, okay, so I, I really just need you to pray for me for this because I'm struggling with this, or this is an area of my life that I'm, I'm going through. Because if you think you can get through stuff on your own, that's a, just a very dangerous place to be yeah. in, you know, especially when it's private and people don't know, because you can go through struggling financial struggles. You can go struggling, go through struggling with character issues. But what about those struggles that are dangerous, more dangerous? Yeah, You're getting back to that smoking habit you had. You're getting back into that relationship you had with that guy and it's, mm. it's a real struggle because he's popping back up in your life or even if for guys you're struggling with with that pull of lust or that pull of um you know that power that you had once in the world and you know wanting to elevate in your job and doing anything you can to get there living that double life you know people don't know about like there are certain struggles that can be a little more dangerous yeah. you know so if there are people in your life who can call you out on that or can keep you accountable that's really important yeah especially Um, coming out of covid i mean like being in quarantine you're isolated and there's so many times where you would have saw somebody and they could probably read on your face like something's going on or you know what i mean like they can tell but when you don't have that it's just kind of like it's left up to you to be the person to say hey this is what's going on with me you know what i mean yeah and that's why i kind of broke up struggles into two different categories and i'm sure there's more and a better way to put it but 
for the sake of this episode, I have them in two categories, which would be seasonal struggles and long-term struggles. Okay. So the seasonal ones are kind of, they can be internal, but for the most part, the seasonal struggles are kind of the external things. Things you're going through that have an end, a start and a begin, a, a clear start and a clear end for the yeah. most part, or even things that are just external in terms of, um, just dealing with certain people, let's say, you know, every time I get around my brother, yeah. oh, you know, there's this struggle that, cause he's so annoying and I'm so rude to him and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. just that, whatever. It's usually a start, an end, um, or something a little more external that you, that's pretty easy to overcome or you can quickly overcome. Yeah. And then there's what I put as the long-term struggle and a lot of these long-term struggles can be internal. So these are things that you battle with inside yourself, inside your own mind, your own character, things that are harder to overcome, things that are maybe uh, harder for your flesh to get over. So it could be things like, you know, struggling with an addiction. It could be struggling with um, pride. It could be struggling with um, jealousy. It could be just things that are on the inside that you constantly have to remind yourself. There's no clear end in sight. It's yeah. all like an ongoing thing that you always have to pull the reins back in, um, you know, on struggle. So for, I'll start off with giving examples because I think guys, if we have this podcast and we don't, we're not transparent with you guys, then how are we helping you at all? Yeah. Like what's the point exactly. of this, this podcast, listening to it to, just so you can drive to Walmart and come back, just, something <laughs> there, you know, somewhere people don't cuss, you know, that's not the point. We want you to be spiritually fed in some way, be uplifted in some way, be edified in some way. Yeah. So the best way to do that is to give you guys practical examples, things that we've gone through and to let you know that there are other people going through things mm. out there. You're not the only one. There's no perfect Christian out there. There's no Christian who's been through it all and who has the trophy on the end. You only have the trophy when Jesus comes back for you and when you're in heaven, man. Yes. So until then, we're all <laughs> just going through it. So for me, my, um, and we each have seasonal struggles and internal struggles that we'll give an example um, of, but for me, my seasonal struggle was when I was in a season of my life where I, my husband and I decided that we are going to rent out our home and we were going to move in with my mom. Mm-hmm. And so for those who don't know, my husband and I bought our own house about five years into marriage or so. And we've been living here for about four years. No, that doesn't even line up because we haven't been married for nine years yet. <laughs> <laughs> we've been married for eight years. So about four years into marriage or so, right? Is that the right timeline? Yeah, four let's years go with into that. marriage, it doesn't really matter. The point is that we um we got married, and a few years later we bought a house, which is great, totally good. For those who have not owned their own home yet, it's a lot of work. It's a lot, of, and financially very, very draining, very, very tough. Because especially for us, um, you know, I have a couple side hustles, you know what I'm saying. But especially for when <laughs> my husband is pretty much the only one working, and the the financial load of going from renting to buying is just it's such a big jump and so you, in the first few years you're really just getting used to what it's like to paying a mortgage that's for us was almost double what we were paying for rent plus your utilities and stuff like that so we were able thank goodness we're able to always be keeping up with our bills always being able to pay our stuff on time which is great but we felt like we were just in this circle of just getting and paying and getting and paying and getting and paying and never being able to get ahead. And so for us, we really wanted to get ahead. We wanted to pay some stuff off, pay off a couple of debts. And how can we do that? We can either have my husband grind and work like 12 to 15 hour days every day for a year, you know, to and run himself into the ground. We can have me go and get another job, but would just mean 
another hurdle of trying to get someone to watch our son, someone who I trust, someone who can work on my schedule. Then going back to work for me, it was another thing because my job, um, I wouldn't be going back to the same job that I had before. So it would have to be a new place. So it was just a whole thing and nothing really quite added up. So we are like, well, we're sitting on an asset right here, our home, so we can rent it out. And thankfully we were able to go live with my mom. Um, all of that sounds really good on the outside when you're in the situation. <laughs> it was, and I fully understand this is such like a first world problem. This is such like a, wow, you sold, you, you rented the house that you own. No, like, you know, people yeah. are kind of like, I don't even have a house. I, I live in my yeah, car. True. So I'm not even trying to downplay, you know, anyone's situation out there. For me, this is just my personal thing. Um, our situation, it was just a struggle to number one, give up my comfort. Mm -hmm. Um, for me, that was, that's a big thing. Like being in my own space, living in my own space, I can do what I want when I want on my own timing, the way that I want. Yeah. It's just, and especially for me, I got married when I was 22. Like I was, I've been at my mom's house. I've been doing things my own way. Yeah. I have my own family. You know what I'm saying? So to go back is almost, it just seems like I'm going back in life. Yeah. So there was that giving up my own, my own um, comfort. And then on top of that, it was the stress that came with it being in the middle of my mom and my husband, because they get along great. My mom, my husband, they get along great. Like, me and my husband were both blessed to have in-laws that we get along with and we're super cool with. Yeah. But at the same time, we're still going to live in someone else's house. Yeah. So my mom still wants things a certain way. And my husband's kind of like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. So I'm not doing it yeah. or whatever. And, you know, just moving your whole family in with your mom is just hard. So it came to a point where it was so stressful for me to be in the middle of my mom telling me, tell Gabriel this and Gabriel telling me, tell yes. my mom this and do this and you do this and you do this to the point where I felt like I had to always keep everybody happy and balance everything out and make sure everything was great to the point where I was so stressed that my body was actually act reacting in a way where I had to go to the doctor mm. and the doctor was like, couldn't find anything, couldn't find no problems with me. I changed my diet. I changed the way I was eating. Didn't work. Nothing was working. It was a weird thing. And my doctor was like, you know, have you moved recently or something like that? And I'm like, well, yeah, I, I live with my, I live with my mom for a little bit. He's like, yeah, that's what it is. Major life events actually can cause stress on you that cause yeah. your body to react in certain ways, which is so weird because, um, I'm just not one of those people where my body seems like something that is easily can easily re easily react to certain things. But I was just so stressed out that even my body was reacting to it. And so that was just a season in my life that I knew how to clear end. We only were going to be renting our house for one year, and, yeah. you know, whatever. But during that season for me, it was a struggle because number one, I had to, um, humble myself. Mm -hmm. What I thought was going to be, you know, this perfect thing or whatever. It was a humbling experience to go live with my mom, which in my head was going backwards in life, even though we had a goal as to why we're doing it. It was all yeah. of that. But on top of that, it was just the constant being in the middle of two people that you love and trying to make everybody happy. It was just such a hard season at that time. Um, I was able to get through it. I was able to get out of it. But, you know, that, that was just a struggle for me telling people, hey, also, where do you live? Or, you know, I was following up on a convert. You should come over. Oh, wait, I live with my mom. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just it was just a, a very interesting time. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's definitely hard I can't oh yeah can't imagine that yeah um I know for myself um when 
Oh gosh, I think this was the first place that I worked at after getting married. Um, I was dealing with, I, I work in the school board, a school system. So the principal of the school that I was working at was very much a micromanager and I am very much about my job. Um, I, I love what I do. Um, I've been told and I feel as if I do it very well. So when I had someone that I was working for that was constantly mm. badgering me, right. it was like, lady, I got this. Okay. <laughs> and so that was, it was very, very humbling for me to, to, to just submit under her leadership. Yeah. Um, despite the fact that she wasn't perfect and I'm not perfect either, but just knowing that, you know, there were many times where, um, she was, you know, honestly wrong. Um, or the way that she was going about something just didn't make sense. And it wasn't going to be, you know, helpful for the students that I was working with long-term because I work with, you know, children and youth that have behavioral challenges. And there were just a lot of things that she would do that I felt like were aiding their behaviors, were aiding the things that they were stuck in, the things that we were working on together one-on-one -on -one when we would have our meetings and things like that. And she would kind of just go against it. And it just drove me nuts. Like I just, I just felt like I, I didn't like being there. Yeah. I loved the kids. I loved, loved the staff. Amazing people. But when it came to her, I was just like, like, who, like Harpo, who is this woman? Like, why is she here? <laughs> I just couldn't get my head around it. And like, you know, when, the, when it was all said and done, I didn't really see it during the time. But I think that, um, especially just during the summer, summer months following that school semester, I really realized that God was really trying to help me to learn to deal with people. Um, you will not always be in a situation where you are working with people that you like, right, that people that true. agree with you yep. or people that see the things that you see in the same way. People will have difference of opinion, different vision, um, you know, saved or unsaved, and you have to learn how to work with them. And I think that was a major struggle for me, especially in the pride of knowing that I went to university. I know exactly what I'm doing. This job is important to me. I take it seriously. And yet here is this person who... Um, doesn't know she doesn't know my role like she doesn't know what i do mm -hmm. um you know what i mean to a, a complete extent but i still have to submit i still have yeah. to understand that you know what she's put in this position and you know you might find yourself in that position one day in life whether it be with um i don't know headship or a ministry leader like you might feel like oh man but you know i can do this better or you know what i mean yeah, or true. like or oh, there's a different way, but maybe their style doesn't allow you to be as open or whatever the case is. Um, but you just have to trust that God is molding you. And if you can humble yourself and you can be a person that, um, that keeps your testimony, especially in the workplace, um, despite whatever it is might be going on, you know, that's, that's something that speaks for itself. And so that was my struggle. I thank God that I don't have to deal with that now. And I'm telling you. I'm praying that I don't have to deal with that again because especially because it's a place you have to go have all the to, time. Every day. Like you have to go there every single day. What are you yeah. gonna do? Like you know you're not gonna quit your job over something no. like that. But it's like something and that's the thing about a, a struggle is like what you said, like you have to endure it. Yes. You have to go through it. Like same thing with me when I was at my mom's, it's like yeah, I know I'm only gonna be here for a certain period of time, but in order to get where I wanna be, like I have to go through yeah. this. Like I can't just drop everything and be a brat about it and say x y and z like you, you gotta go through it you gotta get to the other side yeah thankfully in the seasonal struggles there is a clear end like you know you're not going to be working here forever yes you know you're going to be you know moving on in different parts po points in your life and whatever mm. there is an end but what about the ones where there is 
no clear end. Yeah. That's the hard part because some people are dealing with things, especially internal, that you don't know if you're ever going to get through this or yeah. you never know if you don't know you don't know what life looks like outside you don't of it. know what life looks like outside of this because this is almost and this is why i called it the internal struggle or the long long-term struggle or both at the same time because it's something that's always kind of there and a mm-hmm. lot of the times it's something like a character trait or something in us that god is always trying to mold yeah always trying to get us to get through always trying to improve us on um for me it's 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 kind of hard to put the right word to it. So I'm going to go with perfection. Okay. I'm going to go with perfection. This is my, I guess, my internal, my long-term struggle. I'll tell y'all now, everybody out there knows all the way in <laughs> Ireland, Switzerland. I've I seen the stats. I've seen some of you guys in Ireland, Switzerland, you know, uh, Jamaica, listen in. What up? Shout out to you. Um, You know, but everybody knows. But it's this thing. It's almost like a controlling thing. Okay. And it's, I, I want to control everything that I can in my life if need be because I want things to be a certain way all the time yeah that can come off to you as being as being like okay she's just a control freak she's just OCD she wants her house cleaned a certain way she just wants whatever no it goes deeper than that it's everything everything Mm -hmm. that I can control I will control yeah and it's good and bad because on one side okay I'm not lazy I'm not lackadaisical I'm not um passive but at the same point in time in my christianity it becomes a problem of letting go and letting god yeah that element of faith for some people certain things in christianity come so easy to them for me faith is not one of those things that come so easy until i'm actually and there's one situation i will cover in a different episode but there was one situation in my life i was forced to go by faith yeah there was no other option Um, and the reason for that is because I just want to control everything. Mm -hmm. I just want, if I can have things line up, I'm going to have things line up. And for a good part of my life or or my Christianity, things were pretty darn on spot on for me. I was like, I got married when I wanted to, I did whatever I wanted to. I graduated university when I wanted to, I got a job that I wanted to, you know, I was able to control those aspects, but God is always trying to speak to me. And this is why for me, it's a long-term struggle, internal struggle, like, essence you gotta just let me do this yeah like trust me on this yeah trust me on this and so with the perfectionism also comes the um expectations I set for myself I want to be viewed a certain way I want people to think I have it all together because I want to have it all together because I want everything to be all together yeah (laughs) but like what happens when things break down and for me that actually did happen again we'll touch on it in a different podcast stay tuned. Um, but what happens when things break down mm-hmm. and God is trying to show you and trying to use situations to show you, you don't have everything all together all the time. Yeah. What are you going to do now? So that long-term struggle or that internal struggle for me is always having to remind myself, like things can't always be perfect. Things yeah. can't always line up. Like, um, it's not like I want to be viewed as a perfect person because there's also authenticity in, in struggle yeah and in showing people like your flaws and stuff like people relate to that people can't relate to someone who's perfect in every single yeah, way you know exactly but even that is a part of my perfection yeah so i will use that those things and twist it into my perfection like how do you do that like, yeah, yeah. you're crazy so <laughs> you know like it's just a constant reminder for me to to you know just trust god trust god let go and 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 stuff like that and so it's something that I'm not going to say has a clear end yeah. because I can't say I'm going to just going to turn into a 
super laid back, super chill person. It's something that I might just have to keep perfecting. It might just be a part of the sanctification process for me mm-hmm. just to keep going through that. Um, not to say I'm always going to sit down and lay in my, and lay in that bed and be like, well, I just made me a perfectionist and we're working out together. No, yeah. but to recognize it, point it out and work on it. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's important. You have to, if you, if you can recognize it, then there's room for change. When you can't see it, it's when it's like, right. You're in struggle city. And that's why we wanted to make sure that we chose stuff and we ourselves came on here and came up with like actual examples. Like yeah. we need to recognize it for ourselves. Exactly. Um, for me, um, I had one written down and um, I'm not going to speak on that one anymore mm. because I just feel like there's another one that kind of came to mind um, as we were talking. And so for me, one of the things that I, I struggle with, I would say is bitterness. Mm. Um, and the reason why I can recognize this as a struggle is because anytime this in particular person is brought up, Oh, I just feel like mm, it hurts you a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. And like even now, like as I'm talking about it, I feel like I'm getting warm, like inside. Like I'm just kind of like something's like bubbling a little bit. <laughs> so just to give you guys a little bit of a background, um, I was raised by my mother and my stepdad. And so my stepdad came into my life when I was about two and a half or three. So if you remember anything before two and a half, three, God bless you. You have a wonderful memory. <laughs> I, I remember very few things within that season before turning three, four years old. So that to me is just, that is just life. Um, I did have a relationship with my biological father, but it was estranged because he doesn't live in the same country as me. So Mm -hmm. I live in Canada. Um, and for the majority of the time he lived in the States, um, Florida specifically. And, um, we would talk here and there. Um, we would, like whoa I'm really dating myself here but we we used to write letters so I'd write letters to him I would write letters to my siblings um and you know it was fine but as I grew older I realized that a lot of what my dad did um was place things in my life to remind me of him but there weren't any actual memories or there wasn't anything that I actually could attribute to oh this is like my my dad and I even struggle saying that because I don't necessarily feel like that all the time. Like, and that's how I know yeah. that, <laughs> that there's something wrong there. Um, because, okay, he would send things that my parents wouldn't buy for me. So for example, right. okay, I'm yeah. living in a house with my siblings, there's bills yeah. to pay. There's, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's life. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be getting an iPod, an iPad and yeah. an iPod and a camera and all of these other mm. things from my parents parents yeah. who are raising me they'll give me great gifts yeah but you know those are higher priced yeah. items when you have two other kids yeah you know to take care of those are the gifts that my dad would send mm-hmm. so I would attribute those big time gifts mm-hmm. at the time especially to him showing that he loved me right exactly and if you um are over 25 and you remember that a recession took place within the states mainly yeah, that exactly. rocked a lot of the um jobs that they had in terms of uh construction and Mm -hmm. like all those types of things which is the field that he worked in so when his pockets were hit so was our communication because he Mm -hmm. communicated through what he gave me and um you know if you if you're alive now you probably don't use your ipod anymore i don't use my ipod anymore which he gave me i have no idea where that is but i knew that there was bitterness there because 
when Father's Days would come around, I'm calling or I'm going to see my dad, who is my stepfather, like who I know, who raised me. And it would kill me inside to even pick up the phone and message him. Like this year, I didn't even message him. He messaged me telling me to tell my husband Happy Father's Day. And I said, thank you. I will. I might have said you too, but I might have left it out. Because it just, to me, I was just like, I just feel like, and I still struggle with this. Like, what do I owe you? You know what I mean? Like, and that's like, and I'm I'm grown. That's the thing. It's justified. I don't want, I don't need to to cut you off, but that's the thing is that it's, it is justified. My perfectionism and my need to want to be controlled in a lot of this, in in a lot of the sense, it's a good virtue that Mm -hmm. people will look at. Like it's, it's a thing that makes sense. And even for you, it's like, People will listen to your story right now and be like, well, that's justified. That makes yeah. actual sense. And that's the danger. Yes. Because then you could take that and you can flip it and say. And then you run away with it sense. and and have that in your heart. Like, you don't want to be talking about someone and feeling like I do right now, which is like, I feel heat, like, within my chest. Physical. Like, actually. Like, it just feels like something's bubbling in there. And it's because I haven't dealt with it. And I yeah. honestly, I, I don't even know how. Like, I guess... I could just address it by speaking to him. But even in that, I've already kind of psyched myself out as to why it makes no sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because in my head, again, I'm grown. What it is? What do I need a father figure in that way for? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the things yeah. that I think about, okay, well, you know, you can be there for your grandkids. and eh, Not really, because you don't live in Canada. Mm. And so if they don't see you, they're just not going to mm, know you. Know like yeah. when Landon says, oh, grandpa... He's not even talking about my stepdad because he didn't know him. My stepdad passed away. Um, But he's thinking of his great-grandfather, which, God bless him. But, you know, he has his his His, time to come. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just kind of like that. that's what I'm struggling with. And if you have suggestions or if you've been through Mm -hmm. something like that, then feel free to, you know, send us a message on Instagram so that I can read it. But because I don't see the need for an earthly father in my life anymore, Mm. because I would have given all of those feelings towards my stepdad because that's who raised me. It was natural. Yes. Um, Now I'm just kind of like, well, I have Jesus and I have comfort in that, but that's not the end game because bitterness is something that can destroy. Yeah. 100% it can destroy. Um, And I know that. And I'm here telling you that, exactly. but I'm still struggling with it because like I said, I just don't know how, I don't know how to navigate it's this to relationship to get exactly yeah, to get. And, and that's the thing when it's something so deep rooted and like a deep seated thing, it's kind of like, it makes it even harder. And so that's why I feel like anyone who's out there, who's listening now, like if you do have a struggle, whether it be a seasonal struggle or whether it be a long-term internal struggle, like we're talking about now, if you can identify the root of it or where it started, you can kind of start to work through it. And so we're not even talking about it right now from a sense of we've been overcome this. That was the seasonal one. Those are our first examples. The ones that we're talking about now have no clear end. And so I guess with that being said, um, what, I mean, you're you're going through it Mm -hmm. yourself. So let's do it this way. What advice or what spiritual advice would you give me on the, the, the struggle that I get, that I brought up and then I'll tell you okay. the other one. I like that. For you, I would say that there there is power and just life in vulnerability and in 
the I don't know. So when we think of someone like Job, we looked at his life and we saw all of the things that he went through and it was put on display for an example for us. And what we can grab from that is how he struggled with the not knowing, with having the things that he looked at as comfort taken away from him. And I feel like likewise with you, it's just like if all of the things that help you feel secure in quote unquote perfection are stripped away, how do you navigate the world? And it's, it's with complete dependence on God. Exactly. And I feel like True. that those are just the things that you have to kind of almost implement anytime that, that, um, I don't want to say spirit, but you know, mm-hmm. that, that thought process, that mindset mm-hmm. comes into, you know, comes into play. It's like, Oh, well, if I'm not able to stretch my hand in this way, because it's cut off, mm-hmm. then how am I, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just really trusting and depending on God to help help direct you and help you know what I mean like I guess give you give you a sense of place to go as opposed to you putting everything in order the way you want it to be so for you I would say like it seems that you can go on and you can do life and never have to acknowledge this conversation never have to talk to talk to your dad or address this feeling that you're having but when you're you can't get away from that physical reaction. Mm-hmm. That's how you even know. And some people don't have that. So that's whatever. But the fact that you even have like a physical reaction, you're talking about like a heat that's yeah. coming up. That's how you know, like this, this is not going to get better with time. Yeah. It's not going to go away. It's not going to be something you can ignore. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost like, okay, you can ignore it and go through it or go past it. But at what cost, yeah. you know, at what cost to you? So I feel like even if it's just for the peace of mind, and just and and even with the resolution in mind, like you're not trying to start a new relationship with your dad where you guys are throwing baseball. Uh, and you know what? I think that's it. Sorry well, to cut you off, part? but I think that is part of the issue that I have. It's because in my mind, the resolution isn't going to look like, okay, hunky dory, now you're coming over for dinner and da 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 da. Because I know number one, that can't happen, and also because again, I'm going back to that thought of, well, I don't really need that right now or, you know, at this stage in life. So I think that's probably one of the main things is I need to just come up with a new resolution. I need to know, okay, what does the end of my bitterness look like? Right. And it needs to look like, okay, we're just going to have a conversation where I lay it out on you and, you know, maybe drop the L word. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, but you know what I mean? Because obviously at the end of it, I do love him. Exactly, and if anything were course. to happen, that would bother me that we haven't exactly. resolved this this issue. But and maybe it's just he getting there. And and that's the thing. And maybe he doesn't even know. And, and that's another thing that bothers me. Yeah, like, it's like maybe, sorry to keep going on, but it's no, just like, yeah, you're grown. How do you not know? And and that's the thing. And so there's, there's, is, there's layers to it. It's like yeah. the way that I feel, the fact that maybe you don't care or you don't know or both, yeah. you know? So it's kind of like laying it out on the table has no, there's, it can't, almost can't get any worse than it is now anyway. That's like true. there's no, nothing's happening anyway. You don't really talk anyway. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, he's not like a malicious guy. It's no. Not like we're going to end off in an argument. Like he's. It's just, cool. it's just more so, so you for your yeah. own peace and your own peace of mind to say, Hey, listen, this is what I'm feeling or whatever. And to lay out some practical ways that you can, what it looks like on the other side for you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, guys, if you have any, Hey man, if you have any resolutions for either of us, go to our IG and let us know because yeah. th- again, like 
even look we're learning with you guys yeah we're learning with you guys like we're trying to get through this stuff and and i'm sure that you guys are there's certain things inside of you it could be pride could be insecurity it could be jealousy it could be power it could be any of these anything that i even haven't named that you're also going through day by day week by week month by month trying to get through it we're all trying to do it together you know what i'm saying so hey man if you have any any suggestions for us or if you've been through something similar um you know drop us a comment or something like that on our instagram but this is this is us like going through it with you guys and hoping that you can also be reflective at this point too and look inside and be like hey i need to i have some things i'm going through how can i get through it yeah exactly we just want to help you navigate life so as always thank you guys so much for listening um, you know what to do. Follow us on Instagram at Her Soul Speaks Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to our our page via Spotify, Apple, wherever it is that you listen. And we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.